We've had contractors who've worked for us five, 10, 20 years. And there's a reason for that. We have projects, we have steady work, we have good clients, and I feel like we treat people the right way. And with adding this sector under our belt here, I feel like that's a way that we're gonna be able to continue those relationships on our contractor, eventual employee on the DUS side, but taking care of those people who have also taken care of us along the way. Welcome to the Land Department Podcast. The state of land and energy as we see it. Steve, a part of Dudley's mission statement is to continuously innovate. And for the the time that I've been working with Dudley, uh, that is always the case. There's always something new, always finding something new. New and innovative and diversifying has really been a theme of the past couple of years for sure. We've already talked a lot about renewables on the podcast. Maybe tell us a little bit about what that was like getting started and really pushing into the renewable space. Yeah, man. I mean, getting into the renewable space was kind of a new frontier for us. And you know, the knowledge base wasn't necessarily there. The, the land background and you know, the, the way you go about acquiring land, running title, that was all there, but it was a whole new set of people to be in touch with, people to reach out to, relationships to form. Um, but, you know, we saw a need and for the services we provide, and we kind of folded that into this utility quest. Um, kept seeing more and more of nothing but more electrical um, transmission lines are going to be needed for the future. More pipelines are going to go on the ground. And you know, got to talking with Jonathan at the right time, kind of right place. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are on our fourth recording of this from technical issues to content issues. But we, I think we've got it down. Jonathan, welcome for the fourth time, but first time to the podcast. Thanks again, Khalil. Yeah. You sound so much clearer on this new mic. Yeah, it's beautiful. I appreciate that, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jonathan, tell us a little bit about yourself. You have a history with Dudley. That's correct. Uh, started as a contractor for Dudley back in uh, 2011. Uh, worked for about a half a decade with them out in the Appalachia Basin. Had a lot of fun. Uh, got my original in- introduction into the land game, uh, courtesy of S- Mr. Steve Carr. So uh, this is this is my second go around with Steve and, and Dudley. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm real excited about uh, what we're doing, um, building out a new team, trying to uh, specifically go after utilities um, as well as renewable clients. Uh, it's a great time uh, to be in the business. Uh, of course, there's there's a lot of new things happening, uh, a lot of uh, stimulus and investments being pushed in. So uh, it kind of feels like an old school oil and gas play uh, in a way. Uh, we're all rushing around and, and taking advantage of the capital and uh, trying to find uh, as much of a, a bite out of this apple as we can take. Yeah, so true. There is a massive amount of investment going on. And obviously, we're talking today about the utilities division of Dudley and getting started with DUS or Dudley Utility Services. Steve, tell us a little bit about like the goal of Dudley Utility Services and how it fits into everything that we're doing at Dudley Land Company. Sure. I mean, the basis of all this is is a land background. And with the services we provided at Dudley, we saw this as the most easy way to get into that system. And, and, and our thoughts were, you need to find the right person. So um, this is not, you know, didn't just start with Jonathan. We were looking before that, but nothing really stuck until then. And Jonathan and I 
started conversations probably about a year ago now and uh, got down the line and we realized we had the right person and he's been building a great team. You know, Jonathan pointed on or made a point about uh, Wild West or Land Rush or whatever he said um, in regards to the shale plays. And what I really like about this right now is we are going at a much more efficient pace and we're looking at efficiencies rather than just running around like with chickens, you know, with our heads cut off. So that's, it's been good to reflect back on those days and use that information um, as we move forward. Yeah, definitely. And he really has hit the ground running, John, you've been just going and going and things are moving a lot quicker than we thought they would. What's allowed you to do that so quickly and so efficiently? What's allowed you to really take hold of this DUS side of Dudley and make it a reality? Well, certainly, Steve and the executive team, you know, um, being willing to work with us and being flexible, uh, being willing to support us and, and being there to make key decisions when those had to be made uh, so we could continue to progress and grow as we needed to. Um, you know, the 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 thing that we're trying to do here, uh, we know there's a big opportunity in land services right now uh, with what's happening with energy and infrastructure. Uh, you know, with Dudley's experience and their background in oil and gas, you know, we're kind of combining that with a lot of utility experience and we're strategically bringing on, you know, those electric transmission and, and pipe, pipeline veterans uh, to add to the squad. And we're going to leverage everything that we've already got established with Dudley and the framework that they have and the resources that they have. Uh, and, and continue to build on that going forward, uh, specifically into utility right away and renewable energy. Yeah. And you've got a fascinating approach that's really clear. I love how you've formulated it into like three easy steps. But what is your approach to managing your team and executing on projects at a high level? Um, as far as, uh, you know, getting it done in the field, you know, and, and when we're trying to t trying to do staffing, and certainly that's a that's a major challenge for us, just like it is for the folks that we're working with on the development and project side. Um, but, you know, when we're trying to identify who, who can run with us, um, you know, I kind of go back to something that I got from my army days and, uh, you know, clearly I, I was fortunate to get to work on some, uh, or work with some, some really cool guys, uh, on some, on some high speed teams, uh, uh, doing some fun stuff. So, you know, what we used to always say is, you know, there, there's a lot that goes in, in, into being successful at what we were doing at that time, but it wrote, you know, what it really came down to and what we really needed from the guys that were going to join the team. Was, was simply, you know, the ability to shoot, move, and communicate. Uh, you know, in the land game, you know, we don't squeeze triggers. We don't shoot. You know, our function is to close. It's to make deals. Uh, so that's what we say. We say close, move, and communicate. Uh, you know, as far as closing, you know, there's a lot that, again, the client wants to see our agents doing and being capable of. Uh, but at the end of the day, if they can't close, if they can't get ink on paper, uh, they're really not going to be a lot of use to us because they're not going to be a lot of use to our clients. Uh, the second part of that, being able to move, you know, these, these projects are uh, fast paced. There's a lot of stress. You have to be nimble. You have to be agile. You have to be able to pri prioritize and then turn around the next day and reprioritize and, and, and move forward um, and confident with what needs to happen. Uh, so the second part is to move, uh, to be wherever you have to be to be most effective. Um, and the, then the third part of that, uh, being able to communicate. Um, you know, we have a lot of tools at our disposal now that we didn't have when I first started doing this work. Uh, so we, we are always trying to take advantage of those. Uh, we're not married to any specific technology platforms or GIS platforms. You know, our, our whole thing is being able to deploy multiple and we need guys uh, that understand that that's the plan. Guys and gals out in the field to understand this is what we're going to do. We're not going to be married to anything. Uh, we're going to uh, tailor suit what we're doing to the client's needs uh, project by project. 
and, and be flexible in ways that other groups simply aren't willing or able to do. Wow. You said that so well. And I think that it fits so well into the Dudley culture. Steve, I know that, you know, you've been with Dudley for a long time and that it's known in the, in the industry that Dudley's culture is what really sets them apart and the, the way that they approach the, the projects at hand. How does Jonathan's mentality and his approach to these utility projects fit inside that Dudley culture? Isn't it just like a perfect match? You know, it's, it's, it's been fun to watch so far. Yeah, one thing I really like about Jonathan is he's not afraid of conflict. And you, <laughs> need, you need some very good conflict in order to come up with good solutions. Um, according to our uh, company's core values, it's people, services, product, and example. And I think Jonathan fits all four of those categories exemplary. And I just love the drive he's brought in. He hit the ground running from day one. It has far exceeded any of the uh, stepping points that we put in the way for him. And he just wants to continue to grow. So it's it's very rewarding seeing uh, a new hire, we'll call uh, less than a year, have that drive and that passion, uh, the same as Brandon, Brent, and I do. Yeah, for sure. Jonathan, I'd love to hear from your perspective what it's been like joining the Dudley team uh, I know that you you worked on several projects from the past, but you've joined at a higher level now and having experience in other companies between that time. What is it like getting back into the fold? Uh, well, Steve Steve kind of hit on it right there. It's it's passion. It's people that are excited, uh, you know, to be doing what we're doing. Um, and and we we talked about staffing just a minute ago, or I mentioned it uh, being one of the biggest challenges. You know, that's that's something that I'm I'm seeing and I'm learning that I already knew is that, uh, you know, people that are motivated, they want to work with other people that are motivated. And I already, I already knew that. Um, so when I'm going out and doing staffing, uh, you know, several months later after, after just really, you know, really starting with nothing and seeing, you know, the 30 plus agents that we have working, working for us and, and the talent that we've, we've assembled uh, to complete these projects nationwide, you know, that's the thing that I would point at that that's culture to me. It's, it's not the screensavers that these companies force to flash across your desk uh, every day when you, when you open your work computer, that's culture right there. It's, it's other people uh, that are, that are highly skilled uh, wanting to work with you because they see what you're doing and want to be a part of it. You know, and, and Jonathan's really not so much taking us out of our comfort zone, but the structure of this is different than the traditional Dudley land company structure. And so it's it's taken some time for us to go, you know what, yeah, this can work as well. And it's it's very fun watching him build that team. But I, I agree with you, John. I mean, having people come to you is what you want. You don't have to go recruiting if you have a good product and a good company to work for. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it wouldn't go without saying that we all, there's, Jonathan's not alone. He's He's got someone else out there in Indianapolis that's helping him to gather business. And it's a new for Dudley Land Company to have a full-time business development person exclusively in Jennifer Resnick. Steve, what is that like? And how is it different from the current Dudley model or the historic Dudley model, I should say? Yeah, so historic Dudley model's always been uh, business development as part of business maintenance with, within your project managers. We are very well known in the oil and gas space. So there's not many oil and gas landmen that we don't know or haven't met, companies we haven't met, worked with. Um, for this space, we, we had to reach outside the box and we had to go with someone 
um, that came in with um, knowledge of that industry, but also a very great way of making relationships, building those, and, and working with Jonathan and his team on passing those off to the technical aspect. So Jennifer has done a fantastic job. She'd probably be on here, but she is at a conference right now in Chicago. Um, hopefully we'll get her, her on here soon to introduce her. Yeah, absolutely. Jonathan, what's it like working with Jennifer? Jen's great. Um, we, we recognized a lot of potential in, in what she could do. Um, you know, it, it's been awesome to, to see her step into that role. Um, it's a little bit different, I'd say, than, than roles she's done in the past, but she certainly has the skill set. Um, she, she's out there. She's hustling exactly like we would. So it was, it was very quickly to see how motivated she was and passionate about uh, getting out there and getting after it. Uh, we spent enough time working together now that she has a really good understanding of uh, what it is exactly she's selling. So that certainly makes her job easier. Um, but but she's great to work with, um, as is Steve, and uh, been a great addition to the team. Yeah, she, she's been great. And if you haven't gotten to meet uh, Jennifer as a listener, definitely hope that you get to meet her soon. Uh, she's out there and active. So reach out if you have any questions about working with Dudley Utility Services. You know, we started Dudley Utility Services because it fits into the vision of Dudley Land Company. We deliver energy through land. And there's an obvious need for infrastructure in the industry, as well as it's a diversification play for us as a company to really keep us around longer uh, and to help us really grow efficiently and effectively in the long term. What are the projects that we're really trying to get after in this play? As we go into Dudley Utility Services, what projects are we really trying to capture? Why don't you just describe that ideal project for us, Jonathan? Um the biggest would probably be electric transmission. Uh, there's going to be a big need for for upgrades in the electric transmission world going forward. Um, along with that, uh, also would be pipelines. There's going to be some, to need some uh, pipeline improvement. Uh, so that you know that would be the utility and the right of way space and the linear projects that we're uh, primarily targeting. Uh, on the renewable side, um, solar is certainly big and has been big. Uh, the biggest surprise that we've seen here recently it, it has to be battery storage. Uh, it's something that we're, we're doing a lot of currently nationwide. We've we put together several gigs uh, of storage here in just the last three or four months uh, across the country. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, um, you know, doing the side acquisition stuff. Uh, we you know we we of course have to do some of that in the midstream world uh, from time to time, electric transmission or pipeline, uh, and again in the oil and gas world from time to time. But um, you know, going out and, and acquiring these sites uh, in some places. Uh, where there isn't a lot of project development, there isn't a lot of uh, stuff going on and approaching landowners uh, looking to do some deals. And in most cases, these, these deals have to be done in a very compressed schedule, uh, which, which tends to make things interesting. You know, Khalil, the, um, the majority of our clients on the renewable side um, don't know really what we even do. And they get into these projects. A lot come from an engineering background. Um, developing background, but they really don't understand land. And that's what's been really exciting as we form these relationships and let them know the services we provide and how you can be efficient at them. Like That is what is really uh, excites me about these phone calls and Zoom meetings and Teams calls that we're having with these folks. And, and the services we have, you know, the cradle to grave is, is there in, in this space. So everything from initial due diligence, acquisition, uh, title, title commitments, uh, the whole way through construction and construction support. I mean, it, 
it's cool on our side to see a project from start to something on the ground. Yeah. And the, the life cycle is just so much longer on these, these projects at times too, than what we're, you know, just a small due diligence project may only last a short amount of time that some of these projects could last years. So it's really cool to see these, the, the opportunity that's ahead of uh, Daily Land Company and the land industry as a whole. I like what you said, Steve, about uh, the, the people in the renewable space not understanding what you know a land company like Dudley can offer. And it's so fun jumping into those meetings and being able to say, we add all this value and we've been here for decades. And when people don't know what they don't know, it's, it's really cool to see. But I think in, similar, in a similar vein, Jonathan, when people are so accustomed to having you know, imminent domain and, under, and having just a, an easier process of being able to get utilities in, get, or get the land for utilities project, what is different about the Dudley Land Company agents that step up to the plate? And how do they approach it a little bit differently? How does their background impact the life cycle of a project? Uh, yeah, um, you know, myself personally, and, and many of the folks that work with us from project managers down through the uh, agents themselves, uh, we've worked on eminent domain and condemnation projects uh, in the past. So we certainly have that skill set and expertise. Um, but a lot of these groups, that's that's specifically all they they really service. Uh, so that's kind of what they've cut their teeth on. That's kind of the, the culture and environment. Uh, that they operate in on a daily basis. Uh, that's not really who Dudley is. That's not really where they cut their teeth and where they came from. Um, you know, so being able to uh, creatively think, problem solve, think on your feet, um, you know, move quickly uh, with urgency um, and, and be able to make deals happen, knowing that, you know, the, the ability to put together a viable project may, you know, may be what keeps you working for the next three weeks or three months or three years. Uh, so it's a little bit of a different environment altogether uh, than what a lot of these other agents are are accustomed to. And I don't know exactly how a developer or, uh, you know, a utility client goes about finding finding out who they're dealing with. Um, but that I would say, you know, personally, from, from what I've seen, that would be the big uh, difference between Dudley and some of the other groups that are trying to support these projects, uh, whether it's utility project uh, or renewables project. As far as challenges that those folks are facing, um, you know, staffing is certainly part of that. You know, that's a, that's a problem that we face. Uh, they're, but they're going to face that. They're they're looking to um, you know attack the same regions uh, that everybody else is. So there's only so many agents available in some of these places. Um, so that's you know that's a problem. The land itself, uh, they're competing against other developers. They're competing against other types of of energy uh, development. Um, so that's that's a problem. Um, you know, so. Our, our goal is to help them through that. What, what we want is partners and, and, and I guess clients that see us as a partner more so than just a staffing agency. Uh, we have the advantage of working with over a, you know, a dozen different developers across the country on battery storage and wind and solar. Uh, so we feel like we, ha we certainly have a lot of value to bring to the, to the plate, uh, whether it's PJM or, or MISO or SPP. You know, we're, we're out there with them and we're doing it um, and, and growing with them and learning. So um, that's what we're looking for is partners that want to grow and learn with us. Yeah. John, tell me if I'm wrong here, but you know, originally the clients that we were talking with are, they want local folks, but sometimes these people just aren't local. So I think we've done a really good job showing that the right person, even though they may not be in the backyard is going to be much more efficient than someone 
who you just pick off the street who might have a little bit of lease negotiation experience. So uh, with our our depth of our bench, if you want to call it nationwide, I mean, we have qualified contractors in 42 states. So you know, I, I feel like we fit a very big need in in that space. Absolutely. So I, I think another differentiator that we have with W Utility Services is that we're used to scaling up and down on projects. Like that's something that we consistently do in the oil and gas side, but that's not something that's so common on the utilities side. How is that a differentiator for you, Jonathan? And how are you approaching that when you go into conversations with developers? Yeah, again, I think we're talking about being able to operate out of a, a normal comfort zone. And for a lot of these groups, it probably doesn't make sense to them to, them to venture out into that. But that's something that, you know, Dudley has uh, been able to, to survive on is being able to staff up quickly into places that may typically be hard to reach and then scale down quickly as needed, as, as required by the project. Uh, so being nimble and agile and working with groups uh, of guys and gals that understand uh, what it is we're doing and, and being committed to saying, yes, you know, I want to be as close to home or I want to be within this region. But at the end of the day, I want to be on these projects. I love doing this work uh, and, I, and I'm ready. I'm ready to support these projects. You know, yeah. we've, we've had contractors who've worked for us five, 10, 20 years. And there's a reason for that. You know, we have projects, we have steady work, we have good clients, and I feel like we treat people the right way. And with adding uh, this sector you know, under our belt here, I feel like that's a way that we're going to be able to continue those relationships on our contractor, eventual employee on the DUS side, um, but taking care of those people who have also taken care of us along the way. Yeah, the the, the ability to scale up and scale down really streamlines the cost. You don't have to commit resources uh, that you you know would otherwise have to if you didn't have the network of land agents that Dudley has. I think another differentiator that we have is the technology that a lot of these companies out there that work with developers have their own custom built technology. But just because it's a custom built propriety technology does not mean that it's the best fit necessarily for developers. Needs are different based upon the region, based upon the type of project, and not all software is built to do everything. But Dudley isn't committed to, to just one software solution. Jonathan, how are you approaching technology and the software that we use to not only complete these projects, but to be able to organize the work that we're doing for clients? Yeah, whether, whether it's phone applications or GIS uh, technologies, um, you know, that's, that's kind of our model is being flexible and being open to a variety of solutions. And, and you're right, we're not going to be embedded uh, with, with one solution for something, uh, something like that with, with how diverse these projects are. Uh, so like everything else, we always want to bring options to the clients, show them different solutions, uh, be able to tell them this is our experience with using them. This is why they were effective. And this is why we've liked using them in the past, uh, throw different ideas back and forth and then decide on what we want to do together going forward for that project uh, and still be ready to maybe change ideas in a couple of weeks. Uh, but that's kind of the way we like to approach technology. We're using a lot of off the shelf product uh, products uh, versus, like you said, a lot of uh, spending a lot of investment. Uh, on proprietary stuff. It, it makes me so happy. We were in a call last week um, talking about this with a with a client, but I despise spreadsheets, like loathe Excel. It's good for some things, but I don't, I don't believe it's good for reporting. And luckily enough, this world, renewable and utility, they are extremely visual. And uh, I think we've built 
very good products of off the shelf, but of some things that we have in house. And it's, a, it's been a very good mold of different, um, different ways to show information. So I, I just love this, this visual world we're in. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's nice. I mean, oil and gas tended to be a little bit behind the curve on the software front. Uh, Dudley always did a great job investing in the database, uh, to be able to understand exactly what work we needed to do and, and have historical records. But I mean, on some of these reporting tools that you're using day to day, if you're developing yourself, you're spending so much time and money in the wrong places, in my opinion. Um, well, cool. This has been really fascinating to hear from you, Jonathan, and thank you for adding so much to this, Steve, you know, to recap, this is the Dudley Utilities Division, and we've got huge goals to continue to diversify Dudley and get into more of the midstream space, more of the infrastructure projects, both on pipelines and on uh, electrical. But uh, as far as you know, going forward and what we're expecting, can you wrap us up here, Jonathan, with what your goals are and what you're hoping to accomplish in the coming year? Uh, it's it's growth, and it's not just you know trying to to increase revenue or grow more of a book, you know book business. Uh, we're trying to grow and learn as as things are evolving, as things are changing. We always want to be uh, you know the experts in the room. We want to uh, you know be able to uh, you know act as consultants for these developers and project managers. Uh, we understand the the challenges that they're facing. Uh, we know a lot of them are also trying to figure this out, whether it's in the utility space. Or the uh, or, or with the renewables, um, you know, a lot of these developers have recently transitioned into that uh, from from other spaces like oil and gas uh, or electric, electric utilities and things of that nature. Um, so they're still trying to get their feet underneath them and, and figure everything out. Um, you know, that's that's something that we think that we can you know certainly help them with. Um, I've seen the same thing on the utility side with just you know an overall lack of experience, field experience, if you will. Uh, by the leadership inside of some of the the large utility companies, um, so you know that's that's a, an opportunity for us. That's what makes it very important for us to ensure that our project managers and the people that are leading our teams they have done this work before. Um, you know, so when the, the, the when the clients call and we pick up the phone, you know, we can we can honestly tell them, you know, we understand what the issues are, we understand what the what the pushback is, uh, we know how to resolve these things and make this they make this project go. Steve, any any uh, any goals that you have for this utilities division? I know you've kind of left Jonathan uh, with the brunt of the work, and he's leading it in a, in a great way. But what are what are your hopes for the company? You know, uh, when we decided to diversify originally, it was to get us into areas of the country that you know we just didn't have a footprint. And I feel like we have a, a good one in the Upper Midwest right now. Um, but as Jonathan said earlier, there are electrical grids all over this country. There are renewable projects all over this country. There is a lot of room, I think, for expansion. And as we prove this model up in the Midwest, uh, sky's the limit to where we go next. And I have no fear that Jonathan's going to be, you know, pushing that forward as fast as possible and leading that division. And we're really excited to see how far it's going to go and how big it's going to grow. And I'm sure next time we talk, we have some news on the horizon of adding some new folks uh, to the mix. So we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely exciting times. Always good to see additions to the Dudley team and excited to grow the network even further across the nation. Jonathan, been great having you on the podcast. Steve, thanks for joining again. Uh, if anyone would like to get in touch with Jonathan, you can reach out to him on LinkedIn or we will have his email address in the show notes. 
uh, land agents, that would be a great thing to get in touch with Jonathan about if you're looking for work. Uh, he'd love to get in touch with you. And if you're a developer and you're interested in hearing more about what we can offer as Deadly Utility Services, you can reach out to Jennifer Resnick. You can reach out to her on LinkedIn as well as her email, which will be in the show notes. Guys, appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks Khalil. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Land Department. Check out our website in the show notes or visit dudley-land.com to learn more about us.